This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wow. Let's read Genesis 18 verse 17 as we stand. And then we take our seat afterward. Genesis chapter 18, verse 17. Um, this is God talking to himself or probably speaking to the two angels beside him. And the Bible says, And the Lord said, Shall I hide my plan? Shall I have from Abraham that which I do? Verse 18. And he gave the reason why he was having everything. He was already going to Sodom with the two angels with the intention of going to destroy Sodom. As he was going, he said to the two angels, come, come, guys. Do you think we should hide my plan from Abraham? And then he said, the reason is that seeing, you know, God can see the end from the beginning. He says, seeing that Abraham shall surely become great. It's amazing when the Almighty God says, even though you are 35 now, that it is obvious that by the time you are 55, your name is all over the world. Why? Because I have planned this so. He said, Abraham will surely become a great and mighty nation. There are categories of growth. There are great men. There are ordinary men. There are popular men. There are great men. But then there are some men, they've risen beyond greater. They have become a nation. What a blessing to be a nation. One man to be referred to as a nation. That's where we are going. Hallelujah. God bless you. you can have your seat. By the time you employ one million people, <laughs> and then you employ 10 million people, when you have staff meeting, you are standing before 10 million people. You have become a nation. Hallelujah. <laughs> anyway. And all nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. We'll talk about that another day, but that's not our focus. This is God talking. Then he says something further in verse 19, and this is deep. For I know him, some, some translations say, for I am known him for this purpose. But I like this one. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him and they shall keep the will of the Lord. God is saying that Abraham will become so great. That's not even the point. He will become a nation. Awesome. He said, but I also know his children and grandchildren will walk this, this, this path without deviation. They are not going to deviate because Abraham will tutor them aright. I, again, I ought to be brief this morning. Sometimes, when you read a scripture like this, you begin to wonder, how much of you does the Lord know? Of course, he knows everything, but what is the Lord's conclusion about your future? Don't be quick to that God says my... <coughs> In the Bible, 
when they came out of Egypt, these are the scriptures that when I read them, you begin to wonder, Lord, what do you think of me? What are you keeping me away from? What blessing are you holding me away from or holding back from me because you have not been able to ascertain certain things about me? So when they came out of Egypt, the Bible says that there was a shorter cut that would take them just 40 days to the promised land. But God, this same God, like he said concerning Abraham, now this time around, he sat on his throne and he said, these guys I'm looking at, when they see war, they will repent. They will go back to Egypt. He said, so let's go through a longer route. So their path in life became difficult. They were here to see war. They were here to misbehave. But God subjected them to the... I don't know if somebody heard what I just said. Yes, sir. He made them to go through the route somebody who had seen war would have gone through without them saying it. In other words, he looked at them. He measured their intention. And he said, these guys I'm looking at, if they go through this path, they're going to go back to Egypt. So instead of a journey of 40 days, they spent 40 years. Maybe somebody is listening this morning and somebody is watching me. By divine arrangement, you are one of the people listed to be, maybe top CEO. God has planned that as far as HR is concerned in this world, you represent the kingdom, there is a grace for you to rise to the highest level. But when he sees you, he is still saying that this one I'm looking at, it will defy Lord the girls when they get there. So let the journey be longer. What it should have become by 40, he is 66 and he's still pursuing. I get what I'm saying. It is not wickedness, it is called love. And when God begins to act, he will leave a space so that man cannot argue with him. So I don't say that, Lord, uh, you don't know. If, if, you let, if you allow me, I would have proven to you that I wouldn't. But he will just show you your track record. That is where he knows the end from the beginning. But there are signs he will show you to let you know that, brother, you are not yet stable. Look at this. How great are thou? How great. When we started, when we're just about 20, 25, and I told this story before, and I'll pray from Sunday to, from Monday to Sunday. I would think I would be 30, 35, then we'll go back to 18. Then a church called Stone Church, interestingly, they are not far from here, around Amaralu, invited me. The old church offering there, maybe 6,000, maybe 7,000, to come and preach on a Sunday morning. I told the pastor that I have made a vow before God to be committed to these 20 people. The only way I can come and preach in your church on Sunday morning, he said it's a young people's program. And I was still younger than I am now. I was very young that time. I'm still very young, but I was younger. <laughs> so he said, <laughs> so I said that the only way I can come, sir, is that if you let the service start 11, and the message will start 12. So I can finish early here and come. But to come without staying in our church to preach, I won't be able to do it. And the pastor was magnanimous in love. Enough. It's okay. We can start preaching like 12, 15. So I quickly wrote that. I got, when I finished preaching, they were so blessed. Then, that time, and the pastor gave me 100,000 error. And when I got to my house, 
about three other invitations on Sunday morning popped up. And I said, no. And I canceled all of them. I would rather stay with these people where we don't have much than now. How much is 100,000 to me now? If I was accepting, the Bible says our God is a God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. It is not every blessing you rush to. Some you are being tested. So it is all these things that God will be looking at and be looking at and be looking at. Say, you might want God to give you a very wonderful relationship and then he's watching how you are treating your friend and helping your friend who is in, in a relationship. I know a guy. He's one of the finest guys. I will quote this because I don't want to say it beyond that. So you won't know what I'm, what I'm talking about. One of the finest guys on the face of the earth in terms of character, even the kind of job and everything. Well blessed of the Lord. I remember that the lady used to call in a particular city to help him buy gifts on birthday and Valentine for the lady was going out then, going out with. And this lady will do it, buy the gift and he will present it and everything. But you see, there was an issue between himself and the girl one day, and then the girl left the relationship as in the one he was dating. And this lady that was always helping him to buy the gift for the girl was still very just doing her whole thing. It was two years after that in his heart he thought about that. And what am I looking forward to? What about this one? Such a beautiful soul. And he said that what touched him most about, she never put up an attitude once that you are sending me to buy a gift for you. What about me? Don't you have for a minute? You know, some people would have, you know. <laughs> Do you know that God was watching? I know him that he will command. God saw, get out of your country, and Abraham moved. Stay in this land, and he stayed. Offer Isaac, he offer Isaac. Ah, he told the that this one, I know him. Beyond being the almighty, I am also saying, this one's track record is so solid that the children will follow after him. So you know what? We can show Abraham anything we want to do. Our information is safe with him. And there is a scripture that says, Psalm 24, verse 15. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenants. This is where I'm actually going, that we are going to touch a little. Do you know that God is very secretive? The secret of God. It is called the secret of God. But it is with some people. Even though God is very secretive, what's in Deuteronomy 29 29? Deuteronomy 29 29. I want us to read again. The secret things belong to God, but those that are revealed, that's what the Bible says now. God dwells in light where no man can approach, but also the Bible says God dwells in darkness. He is so secretive that. When Job anointed him, he said, Who is it that speaketh with word without counsel? He said, Stand here. And he began to ask questions. Where were you? <laughs> Job said, I ever believe that. My mouth, I have said what was too big for me. Because God began to ask, You think you know? 
Where do you think rain is coming from? And he started asking. If you read the book of Enoch, it's not one of the books in the Bible. See, there are chambers for... Let, let, let's not go into that anyway. But God began to ask, he said, Job, so what do you... Job said that, you see, I agree with you. I have spoken foolishly. God said, no, no, we are not done. And he asked more and more questions. Because the secret things, they belong to God. According to Psalm 134, it's 134 now, 139. 139. When God made you, you were, I didn't know I would refer to the scripture, but I, it just came to me now. When the Bible says that before my parts were formed, when you made me in the secret, your eyes see it, can't, where is that? I quote a lot, but I do, I've told I don't know scriptures. I, <laughs> some they escape my attention, some I need help. Can somebody help me check? 139, what verse? What verse? Verse 15. Let's start from verse 15. Let's start from 14. I will praise thee, oh, I will praise thee. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy work, and my soul knoweth right well. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now look at the next verse. My substance was not hid from thee. When I was made in secret, we will refer to this from time to time. When you were made, you were secretly made. This is why there will always be an aspect of your life. There is no prophet, there is no pastor that can explain. It is just between you and God. Because in the wisdom of God, certain parts of you were secretly made and God will leave you like that as a secret. Look at what I just said now. This is powerful. So, <laughs> he loves to keep secret, but he also loves to reveal secrets. So he showed Abraham that, you know what? We are going to Sodom and Gomorrah because of something. Amos 3, 7. And I begin to close. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you with me? You know, I'm being pulled in the spirit back to what I... You must understand that every day, it's not about whether God is angry when you miss your devotion or not or anything. No. It's about the fact that you are being measured every day. If you're an engineering student, you understand about the cause they call strength of materials. God is watching whether the way to have can things be built on you. And decisions are being made in heaven. From time to time, when you are called of God, Angels come to measure your work and they give reports from time to time. This is why two people will start at the same time. After one, one we promoted, the other will not be. And over there, they don't cut corners. If you don't measure up, you are not getting the promotion. If you are in sanitation, there is a rule. Whatsoever you do, be diligent. The king is watching. There was nobody there when David killed the lion and the bear. But somebody was taking record. 
God was very specific when he sent Samuel to their house. Samuel saw Eliab, who was in the military. And God said that people like Eliab, they fool men, but they don't fool God. There are people who put up appearance, but God is not in appearance. I don't know whether somebody is enemy this morning. So there are Eliabs in every aspect of life. You will praise them and think they are doing well. But there is a God that sees. He said to Samuel that he is not the one. I have refused him. And Samuel said that, went to the second said, no, Shama also, no. But the one I've chosen is with the animal. I have, I have studied the guy when nobody was studying him. Are you following me? The king is watching. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I think I was telling Portia this. He says there was no going out and she lives just as my neighbor. So she came to the house and I was telling her that. I said when I was in UK that I saw one film called Bahubali. I said it's a fantastic Indian movie. And I said I've not seen an Indian movie in over 10 years. I said but because myself, Pete, Josh and Daisy, I said I joined the film somebody, I said I will preach the film to you. So I started telling her. <laughs> you know... <laughs> We're in the same apartment, so in the morning, me and Pete Josh were trying to, it was on my tab. So I was trying to fix it on the TV, and we couldn't. So the guy that came from the hotel happened to be an Indian person. We called him that TV. When he saw you are watching Baubali, he was happy. He did the connection. He said, Baubali, have you seen part two? And ah, I said, this guy loves his nation. He said, award-winning film. He said, the guy, and he went on. When he was living out, we were living with Jesse, we gave him money. Bahu Bali. <laughs> I said, I wish I had African magic Yoruba. So we too, he said, I see our <laughs> there is a part of the film that I love so much, and I was telling that yesterday. When two princes they had to choose a king between the two of them, and they were superpowers. I mean, they had more than natural strengths. And then there was war time, and it was finally a time to say, "Okay, anyone who kills the head of the other so, uh, army will be the." And the one that was ambitious was, even though his brother was better than him, the brother was concerned about the real battle. When they were almost approaching the other king, they found out the other king had captured many people from their country, and when he saw that they were advancing towards him, he put those people as a shield, their own people. But because this other one wanted to become king, he kept telling the armies to keep shooting. So in attacking opponent, they killed their own people also were captured by those people. But Bahubali told the soldiers that is there no other way. So the side he was, he devised a method. They would throw a rope. All their women that were paraded at the front, they didn't see they were shooting at them. The rope would tie around their neck and they would pull it. So they all fell down. When they fell at them, they shot the enemy with arrows. Now, the, as at that time, the person over, in charge of the kingdom was a woman, the queen mother. From her throne, she saw. So it was Baubali that captured the guy. And as he was about to kill the guy, his brother shot an arrow from there. And the, and the brother said, I killed him, I killed him, so I'm the next king. When they got back to the queen mother, he said, truly, we said that the one that will kill the guy. And you were the one that threw the stone that killed the guy. He said, but I will not hand over to the kingdom, the kingdom, to the one who will kill enemy at all costs, including killing his own people. He said, I saw what Baobali did. He was not concerned about killing the enemy beyond saving our people. 
He said kingdom should go to the one that wants to save his people, not the one that is ambitious enough to trade your people even though you want to conquer an enemy. I said this is a very intelligent woman. Why? Give the kingdom to the first one. It will kill the people. His ambition will destroy everybody. But this one looked and he said that if we means losing the war so that we can recover our women and children back, it's a more honorable way. It's superior to my ambition. So the woman was watching. And the other guy didn't know that everybody was watching. Long and short, he actually his ambition led, he became the king. But the day of his coronation, everybody was still shouting and chanting the name of his brother. Because the people saw that this one will save us. This one is about becoming king and ruling. And there's a difference between a ruler and a leader. Amen. Have you been having leaders in Nigeria? <laughs> are, you, are you with me? <laughs> Glory to God. Did you hear what I just said? Okay. Somebody said, so, Pastor, you watch me. Once in a blue moon. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Interestingly, in how many years? That will be the first film I will see on Netflix. It's on my top. I don't see anything. So... But I enjoyed it. When I saw it, I went to see part two. See, there's Bahu Bali part three I watch. But you know, it's just that there cannot be Indian film without a song. There must be a section. That they, there must be. <laughs> you know, I used to watch it when I was young. So because I've not seen in years. And these people have not changed. The, the patterns are the same. So somebody must sing. And then... <laughs> Somebody must suffer. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> How many people saw the promise? Ah, some people are very young here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let, let's let's go back to the word of God. Did you get? But you got something from the story, right? It's important to understand this. What I'm saying today, I'm about to move to the fact that because this is where I'm going the secret of God. But I'm first of all saying that the king is watching. If you are conscious of that every time, even when nobody's looking at you, you guide your activities jealously. God is watching. Do now many Christians. January, they give tithes. February, they don't. March, they do. April, they don't. Too many people fluctuate. When you do that, you have not actually shown yourself before God to be a person that can be dependent on. If the Lord needs somebody to pray by 6 a.m., have you gone into a point where God is, can say that even if nobody is praying, I know him. By 6, I can go to his room. This woman that is pregnant, laboring, about to die, I can put a body to pray for her safety on this guy. If the surgery is 6.15, as long as the surgery is after 6, she is well. Because this guy will pray by 6 and his prayer will help her. This one just played out in what we read. He said, I know. How did he know? The level of rebellion they had towards Moses. Within that short time. Or bring them, bring her, God said, oh, no, no, no. These ones can't go this way. They will go back. And you know what? Shortly after that, they were demanding that they wanted to go back to Egypt. So God is always justified. He was right. He's watching. 
He's watching. I don't know why I feel like saying this. You're a young guy, or you are even a full-grown man. You have never had any, any extramarital affairs. But there are people that you love to overhawk when nobody's watching. Opposite sex. You don't hear messages like this, but I'm telling you, the king is watching. It might play down a little on your speed that you don't run and fall down and enjoy yourself. It's an act of love. Can this be the reason why many people are praying about many things? Many things. Many things. Are you not telling that people are praying about children before? And when they came, they stopped them from serving God. What about promotion? Now we have a meeting every Sunday morning and you are not in church. What do you think everyone will feel when they give you something? And right now it is the reason why God is no more at the center of your life. Because of what he has just given you. Yeah. This is what is dangerous about prosperity. And God and saints, they've always had this issue with prosperity. Now there is an inverter that can carry all your aces. And you now have life 24-7. And there are sometimes why some people pray because when they take light, we pray. When there's nothing to do. Now there is absolute comfort. Comfort on every side. Comfort on every side. Now you over have, you have data now in abundance. And it is Netflix and all the flicks. To work with God, you must discipline your appetites, your time, and your desire. Those areas, there is a mark given to you. When you start getting so blessed and you are not controlled by everything your eyes see, there are many things that you can afford but they are just not necessary. And God, you have that money in your account, you are blessed, but you are still disciplined about choices that you make. That the fact that I can buy 10,000 of this thing does not mean I should go and buy them. Welcome. When you start doing that, you are beginning to have power over life. And what will happen is that there are decisions that will be made in heaven on your behalf. That the way it's going, I know him. We have found a man that we can depend on. It is true. Hallelujah. You know, sincerely speaking, I don't know too much about Peter B. But the truth of the matter is this. If that guy was taking all their money in Anambra when he was the governor, whether this man wins or not, he has proven one point. The first third force to have this force. When I went out yesterday in my estate, he won all the police stations. Everywhere. I was told he won Abuja's everywhere. He has proved one point. Some people have come out as independent candidates for the Holy Scott 30,000. This one will definitely have millions. At least he has proven down one point. See, it shows that people who walk the paths, there is something. Yes. If we just sat down, see how many years. I don't want to mention names. I was in one hotel last month when I went to preach in a particular city. And one of the governors in his own time was the person we sat down at the lobby together. I just looked at the man. You don't spend and finish. Oh, the top. See him. Also, he owns the hotel anyway. And he sat down there at the lobby. So this, this is it. So where are those 200 billion, 300 billion? When I was serving in Kaduna, went to, my friend went to fix a car with the, in the mechanic village. We saw the former deputy governor of a particular instance staying there. He has come to hide in the north. He drove the car to the mechanic himself and he sat down with us. 
under the shield. And my friend said, so this is the end. Now is the end. It is true. Because if this man had, if he did all those things, it would have been brought out. Because he started this campaign since, even when he was vice article, and nobody has been able to say, it shows that there is always, when people discipline themselves and say, I'm not going to go the way of others, there is time we tell one day. It will always happen. It will always happen. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Let me stop here. I'm going to move on to second service. The secret of God is where we are really going. And where I'm going is that can God begin to reveal? This is where Christianity gets sweet. I, I will start with this. I was shocked the way Elisha responded. When the woman's daughter, died, son died, and she ran to the mountain and held his trouser, and Gyasi came to throw her away. Psalm Kings chapter 4. Elisha said, uh, don't, don't throw her away. He said, our son died. And God hid it from me. Look at the way a man is talking. As if Lord shouted better. Have you started hiding things from ourselves? He said, so you mean the woman's daughter died and you didn't see any reason to tell me? Why? They were leveraging on the scripture. Let's read that before we close. Amos 3, 7. We start from the second service. It's for everybody. Look at it. It's an open. Everybody read it together. One, two, go. Wait. What's been on Surely. That this is a certain statement. What's the next thing? The Lord will do nothing. What is nothing? Anything God wants to do on earth, even though God is secretive, he's always looking for somebody to tell. Many of you know that God is also looking for friends. Oh God. He found it in Abraham. When he does, he tabernacles with you. this is where this, what this message will lead to. It's not, it can't be a friend of somebody that there are things you will not do and God will not do also. If you take a lonely person, a driver that you have employed, and you begin to open up to the driver, you talk to the driver like a brother. If it turns into, it turns into a money-making machine, because of the gap you have given him, the leverage, now every time he's asking for money, you will short it in no time. Am I right? Yes. If you are nice to a junior worker in office who ordinarily cannot assess you, but you make yourself accessible and you talk to the person as a friend, maybe even this one, oh, there's a match, okay, well, no, go and close, you are going home, come to my office and everything. And you notice that every opportunity, when you finish talking, is equal to, Oga, uh, my wife is sick. Oga, my firstborn has a dick. Oga, this one, that friendship cannot last. Immediately, you start closing the gap. You start... I'm sorry, you start closing the door. You start creating a gap. Once we approach God every time and it's to get something from me, this cannot work. If it's to fellowship to say, what is in your heart? I love that, Lord. So just, I want to know your heart. I want to make you smile. One man of God in America woke up one morning. He said, Lord, I sense that somebody made you sad today. I want to make you happy. Normally, I pray for one hour. After my one hour prayer, I'm going to spend the extra two hours to worship you, to make up for the one that broke your heart this morning. Oh, God. There are men who have worked with God. What do you think Jesus will say to such? In the midst of millions of children, 
give me this, guide me, help me, support me, help me. Let the girl say yes. And he hears somebody who says, I want to make you stand. I want to touch your heart. Jesus, Jesus, my Lord. Help me sing it. If it were Jesus, how would you feel? In the midst of every other person, send you on an errand. Lord, go touch my uncle. Lord, kill my enemy. Move them out of the way. All of a sudden, there is a son whose sound is different. I will not make you smile. And you'll be like, wow. All of you parents you know here, when these kids run around the house and they come, daddy, I need this, I need that. But anyone that comes and they say, daddy, I just want to be with you. It touches. Yeah. If my son says, dad, I love you. Usually, I'm always that. What do you need? When my daughter says so, she missed it from her heart. She said, Daddy, you look tired. I just feel like giving you a hug. It's, it's sweet. <laughs> I don't know whether girls are nicer than guys. <laughs> Let's rise. <laughs> Is someone blessed this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Zusa Pradikasisotos. Oh, Lord Jesus. The secret of God. But we have not even started. I'm just saying that. Can we examine our lives? If they are to make a decision on you in heaven, the way you live every day, what does it communicate? Can the blessing come now or should we make the journey longer? Because of an inconsistency. Can this be the reason why some people seem to be perpetually on the race, on the journey? Promises upon promises, but they are stepping into it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands and just give him praise. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Jesus. Can we just pray a simple prayer, Lord? Areas of my life that you need to perfect. Perfect them. I want us to pray. Everybody. Areas of my life. Areas of my life. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. One minute more. Just pray. Where I still stumble, I need help. In your mercy, can you help me? That area you are looking at and you expect more from me in that area. Help me to rise to the occasion. Your grace can enable me and I receive that enablement right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I receive it. I receive it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, Jesus will bless you. Help us to be doers. Thank you for grace that strengthens, that energizes, and that plants us where we belong. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name.
in Jesus' name. Somebody shout a loud amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.